Welcome to the Tear Out the Tags podcast, where you learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hello, Team Embolden. The holidays bring up an interesting conflict surrounding finances, especially if you are in a relationship and you have conflicting ideas surrounding money and shopping math. What is shopping math, you ask? Well, it's the creative way that you look at spending, or saving rather, that allows you the latitude to spend more. In some ways, it's a justification for the ability to buy more because you saved what you would have spent otherwise. I'll give you an example. In past years, I would buy my kids' teachers gifts, and generally there are two classroom teachers, a handful of specials teachers, like PE, art, music, etc., and a handful of other adults that may help in the classroom or help around the school that we would buy Christmas gifts for. This year is quite different since we haven't had the access that we normally have to the school. So if I were doing shopping math surrounding this particular situation, which I didn't do, by the way, but if I were going to, I might say, okay, I saved $200 by not having to buy the gifts that I would normally buy for all of these extra teachers. So I can buy a pair of $200 shoes because I saved $200. (laughs) It's kind of a joke in our house. And there is a couple of funny videos on YouTube that you can look up that will most likely make you laugh if you and your partner are differing in opinion about shopping math. Now, I would love to tell you that I have torn out the tag shopping math and that it isn't something that I do anymore and that I am in shopping math recovery. But from time to time, my shopping math habits show back up. So my husband and I were at Costco the other day and we were buying Christmas gifts for some of his customers. And we came across these delicious caramels that were $13.49 a piece for, you know how Costco is. It's a large bag of caramels. So I, in my shopping math brain, said these are $13 a piece. And he, in his logical brain, said these are $15 a piece. And when I said it out loud, he laughed at me and said, oh, that's just your shopping math. Now, we joke a lot about it, and my husband gives me a little bit of grace because he knows I'm still working on my shopping math habits. But this is an area where a lot of couples have conflict around the holiday season. And if you have someone in your household, or if you yourself wear the tag shopping math, you might have a habit of getting yourself into a little bit of deep water over the holiday season. Perhaps your credit card is still hot from being swiped so many times. Let's be honest, with the wave of online shopping, it's becoming easier and easier to purchase within seconds and not really even know how much that is adding up on your monthly statement. Now, I had a big month this month. I actually paid off all of my consumer debt this month, and I would love to sit here and tell you that it was all from going through a divorce, being a single mom, and having to strap my finances really tight in order to make ends meet. But the truth is, in addition to the expenses that did add up from going through a little bit of a hard time over the last six years, There are also plenty of charges that were shoes, clothes, makeup, travel, entertainment, concerts, and let's be honest, there's a hundred more things than that. My shopping math tag allowed me and gave me permission to build up enough consumer debt that ended up causing me a lot of sleepless nights. The day that I paid off my consumer debt in December, 
I texted my good friend Rachel Richards, author of the book Money Honey. Rachel is a financial guru and gives the best financial advice. I was curious, based on Rachel's experience in the financial world, what were the three main things that people irresponsibly spent money on and found themselves in consumer debt the deepest with? Side note, Rachel Richards is coming on this show for a special New Year's Day episode and you are not going to want to miss it. She replied back quickly to me and said, in my experience, food, online shopping, and entertainment are the three areas where people bust their budget on most. Check, check, and check. All three of those categories were also areas where I had dug myself a nice little hole of consumer debt and I conveniently used my shopping math tag in order to justify the spending. Here's the thing. We don't just do this for ourselves. We also do this for our family, friends, and especially our kids. I grew up always having wonderful Christmases, but what I realize is my parents didn't spend a lot of money. However, it is so easy in today's world to justify the shopping math of buying our kids the latest and greatest that all of their friends have and making Christmas fabulous and then regretting it the next day when your credit card is stacked with consumer debt and you are left over with a few things that are meaningless to your kids because they have too much. This year, as I take these last steps toward the Christmas holiday, I'm tearing out the tag shopping math as I choose wisely what my family and friends need for Christmas and what I need to satisfy myself over the holiday season. And I'll tell you that it's not much that can be purchased because all I want for Christmas is social interaction with the people that I love. If you are currently listening to this, nodding your head thinking, oh yeah, I'm wearing the tag shopping math this year, feel free to write that down on a piece of paper, rip it in half, and throw it in the garbage. It is not going to serve you well when you start 2021 with consumer debt that you are not looking forward to paying for. Also, grab Rachel Richards' book, She Will Get You On Budget and On Your Way to a Better and More Responsible Financial Future. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to connecting with you tomorrow.